0: side action podcast the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from a through z we'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll
1: and here we go all right welcome to the side action episode 21 of season five my name is jim weglars aka Weggs you can follow me at wegspool on twitter and on instagram
0: and I'm Steve Roberts, AKA Action. You can follow me on Twitter at 31SRoberts.
1: Follow the podcast, Side Action Pod on Twitter, at Side Action Podcast on Instagram. So, uh, Hawaii Five-O over here, you, you hit the islands, uh, enjoyed yourself quite a bit over there, didn't you?
0: Yeah, we had a great time. Just a single island. We spent our, okay. whole, our whole time on Kauai. But we okay. didn't go uh, all sides of the island, we hit all the different climates as you know, and uh, we had a really enjoyable time. Lots of activities, hiking, surfing, golf, everything you can do. We did Swimming, Swimming. yeah.
1: You, you guys were out there for like 10 days? Yeah, nine
0: days? nine days I think in the end with some travel on each end. So yeah. it, was, it was a good time. I was ready to come back at one point, but then of course we landed and it was like 30 degrees and I was re- ready to immediately go back to
1: Hawaii. Yeah. Ashley's going to figure out a way to live there permanently. So he's just got to win more money. Win yeah. more money. Actually.
0: It'll be tough, though. It's hard to be a sports fan there with the time change and even tougher oh, yeah. to be a gambler because there's, like, no idea. I mean, it's just offshore books there. So I think I read oh. that Hawaii and Utah are the two states where gambling is actually prohibited in their state Ooh. constitution. So
1: There you go. That's going to be tough to reverse, but you could do it, actually. <laughs> you could do it. Um, so how that's was, great. How that's was great. your trip? Uh, Florida was great. The Chicago takeover of Gulfport was complete. There were, I didn't count how many people. I think, I think there were 50-ish people wow. in our group. Um, wow. We had a bunch of Airbnbs. There were some guys that go down there kind of separate from us, but they knew we were going down, so they went down there too. They have a, buddy, a couple buddies that moved down there some years ago. So tons of volleyball. Uh, I didn't play, I think I hit, 25, 26 games or something yeah. over like three and a half days, which is a lot. My knees not not happy with me. I'm still a little swollen, but um, played really well. It was fun. They had that whole bar strip right there by the beach. You know, got to watch some games there. You know, some of these games, and then also we we hit the the St. Pete nightlife and checked out a brewery and went to some kind of really crowded bar and then a dance club Saturday night. So. Did all that and saw your cousin, as you know, QB1. Checked out the farm and the the I don't know what they call it. The I call it the finca. It's, it's a farm in Spanish. you know, it's like you got the the horses and the pool and there's a there's a pond and these stocks with fish. I mean, the kids are in heaven. It's kind of an idyllic place. Uh, it's a little bit out there, but um, and they also have like a crap ton of dogs. They've got all these dogs everywhere, but. <laughs> every eight it's 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 their piece of heaven you yeah, know what i mean
0: yeah that's true it is like a farm with all the animals they have running around there it's a cool place
1: for sure though i saw this big like snapping turtle thing crossing this road when i was driving up there i'm like all right it's a good sign or <laughs> that's a good sign so and then the other piece that i put in the open i mean i'm kicking butt action i don't know i didn't have a great regular season actually didn't bet that much this year because of personal reasons but us hit, hit the 16 parlay in the first weekend I was so excited to tell you about that so I, I just picked all the money line winners yeah. from the wild card weekend which paid like plus 1250 or something like that so that was nice to get things going and then just did it I did also pick you know some straight up games you know with the spread so the first week I was doing pretty well and then the second week uh, I did just do a simple tube team parlay with the Eagles and Bengals, that came in and then did pick the Jags to cover. We'll talk about that in a minute. The only loser was really a hedge with Dallas to money line because I had I have. – we'll talk about that in a minute. We, I had so much exposure on the futures. I'm trying to figure out what yeah. to do, and that was one of the teams that was just going to roll money lines that they kept winning. So I knew that the Niners would probably win, but turned out to be a pretty good pretty good football game.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sure was. I mean, the Cowboys were right in it. It seemed like both teams had a shot to win that game throughout.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, as we jump into the divisional games, just to recap, uh, we'll go over these. The Chiefs, you know, they, you know, they were like, they closed as like a nine point favorite, which, you know, I'm not, I am wasn't sure why the number kept going up. It wasn't that the Jags had injuries or anything, it just was this confidence in the Chiefs. And we've seen it all year long. They can't cover big numbers, but more importantly in this game, Mahomes and his ankle—he had a high ankle sprain in the first half. You know they ended up getting a field goal on that drive, got the lead at ten to seven. You know the Jags couldn't cash in right away. Then Chad he took them on this big ninety—was it ninety-eight yard drive or something, or ninety-one yard drive—to get a touchdown. You know, kind of getting a nice lead for when Mahomes came back in the second half. But to me, this whole game was about the Jags missing opportunities. You know, they they had that kickoff return. I thought the guy should have scored. He just, yeah. just let Bucker tackle him. Then they had the yeah. the fumble inside the five. And then, obviously, uh, Lawrence threw another pick later. They got inside the number. You know, they got the 27-20s. So they got inside the number. They cashed my ticket back cover. But, man, the Chiefs just hung on for dear life to, to win it
0: yeah i mean uh it's pretty clear that mahomes ankle injury despite being so fresh in the game he was able to return but he could barely get to the outside on the stretch handoff plays to give the ball to the back and then um it was evident that he didn't quite have the same zip on his passes he was missing a lot of balls high so i mean they weren't quite the normal selves despite what the stats tell you i mean in the box score they still performed pretty well but mm-hmm. I mean the Jaguars had a chance there too. If it wasn't for Agnew's fumble late in the game, they were okay. gonna go in and tie the game right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. It was uh it was tough. I was I was watching with some friends that were rooting for the Chiefs, so I was of course rooting in a m like we both win, but that was the critical play. He didn't really it wasn't from a hit. It was it was rainy. You probably didn't get to see the game too much, but it was rainy. Ball was slick, so he just dropped it there. But now the Chiefs, you know, they're hosting their fifth consecutive AFC title game. That's insane. Uh, We'll talk about that game in a minute. Uh, The other Saturday game was the Eagles. They were seven-and-a-half-point favorites. You know, all week, you know, the number is bad. We talk about numbers, you know, what do they say? Uh, (laughs) uh, Squares. Squares bet teams. uh, Sharps bet numbers. I think that's the the phraseology of the public. That's the teams. I, I just... Email seven naps not a good number eagles were gonna pound these guys i was all over them here in the parlay too and they just came out and punched the giants in the mouth and look giants had a good season you can't you know can't fault them for that but 38 to 7 this game was over early uh i don't think you got to see any of this one but it wasn't it wasn't much of a contest
0: yeah yeah thankfully uh didn't really sit down and watch this one because it really didn't look like a very enjoyable game to watch, <laughs> especially yeah. if you back the Giants, which I did. But, I mean, the the takeaway for me was just Hurts looking like he was uh, healthy. I know there were some question marks coming into this game with his recent shoulder injury. But, I mean, from all accounts I read, it suggested that he looked like his normal self. So that's going to be big going into the NFC Championship game.
1: I heard some reporting this week that they, they... – taught him or trained him to land on his left shoulder <laughs> if he was running so he didn't take hits on his right and that's good coaching the running backs I and mean, they had 220 yeah. yards or something this game they dominated i don't expect that to happen against the Niners' defense but it was a good sign that they can run the ball uh, with and without hurts mm-hmm. on sunday um yeah, this was probably the only surprising outcome, not necessarily the win, because I knew that was gonna be I knew the Bengals were gonna be game, but going to this game, the Bengals, I think this game opened as maybe a four four and a half point yeah. favorite for the Bills, ballooned all the way up to six, which to me I was like, you've got to take the six. And I didn't get the six. I got five in the parlay, but I mean, the Bills snow, you know, blah, blah, blah. This team got rolled early. Uh, the Bengals came out, 70 yard drive on the first one like 75 yard drive in the second drive did anything they wanted against this Bill's defense. And it was weird. It was the opposite of what you would think the team that supposed to be comfortable playing in the snow was getting run all over and Josh Allen was okay. He wasn't great. He wasn't Superman, but more importantly, I think the bills just couldn't run the ball again and their downfall and they lose 27 to 10. The game wasn't really that close. And the Bengals are, they're dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: definitely. Especially now with the question marks of Patrick Mahomes going into this week, I think we've already seen a huge move in the point spread in this AFC championship game. And I think part of it is because of how dominant they looked against the Bills last Mm -hmm. week. Um, The the question marks going into this game was the health of the Cincinnati offensive line. And I think that the weather mitigated that to some degree because the Bills just couldn't get any pass rush on them. And so it will remain to be seen if the Chiefs can
1: do that this weekend. We'll see. We'll talk about that in the handicap. And then the 49er-Dallas game, this was definitely the best game of the weekend, Uh, I mean, at least on both ends. Defensive battle, not exactly the classic, you know, San Francisco, the Aikman uh, young days back in the 90s when they played. But this was a a grinder game. And, you know, give give credit to both teams that they stuck in there in the end. Dallas looked like they probably should have had some more opportunities in the first half. And then, you know, obviously, 49ers closed a four-point favorite in this game. I thought that, you know, I was, as I said, I, I was on Dallas on the, on the um, money line, but I thought the four was a really good number for Dallas. And if you look at it, they probably was. Uh, it's just that, you know, Tony Pollard breaks his leg late, uh, kind of like second quarter, like I think his last drive of the second quarter. And it just seemed like in the second half they just didn't have that other playmaker. C.D. Lamb had a huge game, but besides that, nobody else stepped up and Dak didn't play very well. And unfortunately, Dallas dropped that key interception on the, the only touchdown drive for San Francisco. And, uh, you know, the Niners win nineteen twelve a, in a low-scoring game, and they're going to their third NFC title game in four years. Yeah,
0: that's remarkable, too. I mean, uh, third-string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. I'm sure you'll hear a lot yep. of that discussion this week. And, uh, you know, despite Purdy not playing well, if they got the one touchdown. I think it was the story for me. It was just Dax' terrible mm-hmm. game. I mean, he played out of this world the week before against right. Tampa, but he couldn't have played much worse last weekend, and ultimately those two interceptions doomed them.
1: He did. He did. So on the weekend you had two dogs and, and two favorites come in and then put all four unders in this one, which is kind of the inverse of so what happened the week before. A lot of overs came in at wild yeah. card round. So as we go to championship Sunday action, I mean obviously just two games. The first game is, you know, I guess it's for you it's three o'clock. It's two o'clock central here. Uh, you get the 49ers Eagles in Philadelphia. I had it open as two points for Philadelphia. I mean, it was a little bit lower. It, it ballooned up. It's two and a half now for the Eagles at home. The totals at 46, 46 and a half, depending on where you see it. You know, these are two really good defenses. Uh, I think in my index, these are the two best teams actually of the four remaining teams. They, they were the two best teams to start off the playoffs too in the playoff index. Hmm. Um, You've mentioned Hurts as a as a storyline. Purdy has kind of been tempting fate with these INTs as we go over the injuries. McCaffrey's on the injury report. I don't know if you watched this game, but he was definitely. He had something on his calf where he was, like, stretching it. He had some sort of stim machine on it. It looks like Elijah Mitchell's currently on the injury report. as questionable as a groin. I'm sure these guys are going to play. And then the Charles uh, Omenihu defensive end, you know, he's questionable with his oblique. I'm sure those guys are all going to play, but we'll see. And then Hertz is not on the injury report, although I've heard he's not really 100%. But A.J. Brown is the wide receiver. His hip is uh, he's, uh, he's questionable. I'm sure he'll play and Avante Maddox, the cornerback, has a toe injury who's questionable. So I'm not sure if the injury's playing that much besides McCaffrey could maybe get injured in-game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think for me the biggest question mark is McCaffrey because he's such an integral part of that offense. Um, Elijah Mitchell came back and got some run out last week. But, I mean, outside of McCaffrey, it just seems like Purdy looks at yes. Kittle play in and play out. And I believe that the Eagles defense is going to key in on Kittle this weekend. So I I project that the 49ers offense is going to struggle a little bit uh, compared to what we've seen recently. So I
1: don't, I've been watching both these games pretty closely because, you know, I have tickets on 40 49ers and I do like them and they're, they're the highest rated team in the index, by the way, in the first half, they have not been running McCaffrey. It's, it's like almost on purpose. They'll run them two or three times. They run Debo a lot. At least they have in the first two yeah. games. And then in the second half, they switch over to McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell split, and they give you know they give those guys the ball a lot more. I'm not sure if this is because McCaffrey. They, you know, Mike and I actually, your cousin and I were talking about maybe because he's just explosive. The defense is a little tired. They like try to pop big runs in the second half. Or it's just to get pretty comfortable throwing the ball because it's this kind of script. I don't like it. I think they should start running the ball early. This Eagles defense isn't great against the run. Um, you know, they give about 120 yards a game on the run, so I'd expect them to try to attack the run more. Any thoughts on that? Why they're doing that?
0: Well, I mean, I think I think it's a little bit of both. They are trying to leave some of that for the second half because they want the element of surprise and I'm sure it has something to do with his injury too just making sure that he's fresh for the key parts of the game you know the the Eagles defense has been run on a little bit recently but last week they held yeah. pr- uh, Barkley in check so I'm not so sure that the Niners run game will be able to have much success either I, I'm projecting this to be a pretty low scoring game I like the under
1: yeah me bit. too I do too on the Eagles side, I mean, assuming Hurts is throwing the ball okay, I think that they've got to win via the pass. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying they're not going to run the ball. It's a, a running a six pack offense, running team, but this Niners defense, I mean, the speed. Look, the two the two defenses last week, Dallas and San Francisco, the speed on the field was incredible. I mean, between Micah Parsons and you know Van der Esch on the one side, and I mean Warner is just he's a machine, and Greenlaw's really good. Yeah. so. I don't know how much you're going to run on this team. You obviously have to do it to set up the pass. I think where they can win is the A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, you know, on the outside and maybe get a little bit of, of action with uh, Goddard, you know, here and there.
0: Yeah, and I think that uh, third cornerback for the Niners is the one guy that all these teams pick on. So it might even be the third receiver, whether it's Watkins or uh, otherwise for the Eagles. But I agree with you. I think it's going to be Hurts in the passing game. They're certainly not going to go away from the Hurts the rushing attack, though. I like Hurts rushing prop over the attempts because I think last week it was like lined at nine and a half. He didn't quite get there, but sure. presuming we'll see a similar number this week, I like him to go over that rushing attempts prop.
1: Okay. So for the game, I mean, I, I wrote in my article that I, think, I, I do think the Eagles are going to win the game, but two and a half i don't know i i do think Purdy comes back to earth i think this is the game he throws a pick maybe a pick six he's gonna he's gonna screw up in this game it's just a matter of time uh the two and a half does seem like a lot uh for me would you you know would you take the points or lay the points in this one i would lay
0: it i think uh like i said the hurts injury question mark was the biggest reason i had philly rated where they were and after seeing that game last week i bumped him up a point and a half or so which gets me to like one and a half on a neutral and i think that right. this number is about right probably should be close closer to three i know that we're seeing that move in the market in terms of the juice lots of one minus 115s minus one fifteen and one minus 120 i don't think mm-hmm. it's going to get to three but i certainly side with the philly minus two and a half
1: yeah, I, I was hoping. I knew it wasn't going to get to three, obviously. Um, but I was hoping with this injury news, maybe it could get, grab a three with San Francisco. I probably am. Kind of like last week, I've got a lot of Philly exposure here. I've got them to win the NFC at uh, pretty low low odds, just 220.
0: Nice. And then
1: obviously win the Super Bowl at five and a half. I do have the Niners win the Super Bowl at six, six. So, you know, I can win either way. But I think I'm still going to probably just, take the points with with the 49ers in this one just to kind of hedge a little bit but i do think the eagles win this game and, and it's up two and a half is not hard to cover both kickers are pretty good and like you know last week the has struggles
0: yeah i mean and if you do like the dog both of these games are in that long teaser range too i mean you could go, that's true you could take uh the niners up to eight and a half if you wanted to pair them with kansas city at this point in time
1: yeah exactly good good point Okay, so it sounds like yeah, Eagle's all the way for you, and i I do feel I did pick them originally in the Oracle, you know, for the preview and then also this week, so you know I'm not, not against you there. Second game, you know, intriguing, right? Bengal's chiefs, uh, it opened as the Chiefs were one and a half point favorites or two points at home. I've got them now. I, I checked River before, and there it's more like they're one point dogs at home, but it's gotten up to one and a half. I've heard some shops have gotten up to two and a half in this one totals at 47 or so, 47 and a half. So with the move down today, I'm assuming somebody must have saw Mahomes at practice and that's what moved the line, but that's the main one. But, um, you know, McCormick's out the game, but you've mentioned it already. Those three offensive linemen are still on the injury report for uh, the Bengals. I don't know if they're going to play at all on Jonah Williams, Alex Kappa and Ted Karras. And then I saw Trey Flowers popped up, too. He's questionable with a hamstring. So there's not. it's not like both teams are coming in 100%.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, the Bengals definitely still have the same question marks on the line that they did last week. So that's not going away. Although I did hear a report that these backups, quote, that they're rolling with this year is the same line that got them to the Super Bowl last year. So sure. <laughs> they're not without uh, experience at this level of the league. So, I mean, this is a really tough handicap just because of the Mahomes question marks. I saw on the local news here just before we jumped on that there was video of Mahomes at practice today, and he was just, like, walking and stretching. So, according to them, that's a practice, a full practice. But uh, I just don't see how there's any way that Mahomes is going to be anywhere close to 100%, and that was the main reason for this line move. They did get up to right. two and a half, and I think there was a release yesterday afternoon by Adam Chernoff and his new company on the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and that's what immediately moved it back to one late yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. So here's the thing we know that the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three straight times. You know, they beat them in the playoffs last year, they beat them in the regular season both times. They did come back in all of those games, so the Chiefs were up, couldn't hold the lead. And I I don't know. I think the key play and the key matchup is the defensive line for the Chiefs against the offensive line for the Bengals. Can they get to Burrow? Can they stop the run? Because that was the thing last week. The Bills couldn't stop anything. They couldn't stop the run or pass. It was, you know, guys are running open and and Mixon was going wild. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to try to take away at least one aspect of the game. Certainly Burrow's great. Um, And, again, in my article, I picked the the Bengals here, but I – I feel like there's value on the Chiefs, man. I'm 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 with Chernoff here. Chiefs at home? Dogs? Ugh. I mean now obviously if Henny plays, throw that out the window. But and then to factor into my discussion here, I have a Bengals future ticket. You know, I think that's my biggest ticket, it's seven to one. Um, but I don't have anything on the Chiefs. So I am gonna bet on the Chiefs regardless. Uh, whether I'm probably just gonna go the plus one, I'd hope it would be more points, but um, sounds like you might be siding with the Chiefs, though.
0: Well, no, I did put in a bet. I also have a Bengals ticket at twenty to one. Um,
1: mm-hmm. so nice.
0: I also am in a similar position to you, and I did take them at two and a half yesterday when I saw that note come through. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as a really a hedge position, because I kind of figured with the Mahomes eventually getting announced in that this game was going to go trend down towards Pickham, which I I expect I fully that it's still going to get there this week so I do I think that Kansas City is going to be is going to have a hard time though if Mahomes can't be his normal self because the Bengals defense has been playing at an elite level so far in the playoffs I mean what they did last week against Buffalo was uber impressive and uh you know the the Ravens the week before that so I I'm interested in that side of the ball mostly this week
1: Mm mm-hmm So, and this is the thing about that Ravens Cincinnati game. I mean, the Ravens probably should have won the game. Yeah. Uh, Is it just familiarity, you think, or do they just have a different, you know, a tougher defensive line? I mean, obviously, Roquan Smith's fast on the second and the linebacking crew. I'm not sure they have that same kind of speed with Kansas City. I think the defensive line with Kansas City is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about their back end. And the other thing is that Kelsey, I. I still don't understand how teams like he had 14 catches last week or something crazy. You've got to think they're the Bengals are going to make somebody else win. I just think it's Pacheco. Can he run the ball against this Bengals front? And like you said, they stopped the bills, but maybe the, uh, the chiefs have a little bit better offensive line.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, Cincinnati run defense is 11th ranked and, uh, you know, that's top third. um, Pacheco has been looking very good lately, though, so that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. They're certainly going to have to rely on him a little bit more this week, I think. The question, though, is are they going to change up the game plan? I mean, surely they're not going to try oh. to let him do those stretch run plays all game. I mean, they're going to be running out of shotgun, which should change yep. things a little bit, too. mm mm-hmm.
1: No, you're right. Running out of shotguns totally different. You don't get ahead of steam for the running back, and also there's no play action or minimal play action. Mm -hmm. So it's going to change the game plan. I just it's interesting. Like going to the game when I watched, when I first saw the line, you know, I should have hit the Bengals then when they were one and a half point dogs. I was like, oh, that's a mistake, you know. And within 24 hours, I couldn't bet it. I I don't have all the outs. I didn't. I don't have the offshore outs anymore action so i was in florida oh yeah i had to wait till i flew back by the time i hit touched ground at two o'clock it was already Bengals, you know minus one minus one and a half so that the game flipped on me so now i don't really know what to do uh per se besides protect my future's position yeah whatever so um any any
0: opinions on the total for you
1: i think it's going to go over the total Mm. i really do i mean it it already moved to 47 and a half I'm assuming there's, like you said, that one video, you know, Secruder video or whatever, the bigfoot video of, you know, Mahomes walking on the field that moved the line already, the total up to 47 and a half. I think there's going to be some points here. I don't think it's going to be, I mean, certainly not like 55 or something like that, but I think these teams can both score in the times that they've played the last three times. I know that's Mahomes being healthy. They both teams have gotten into the twenties. It's not like it's, Last week, I don't think you're going to see a performance like you saw with the Bills, where they get only give up 10 points. I don't think that's that's happening uh, this week.
0: Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I like especially at 47, which is a key number. Looks like there's still quite a few available. Going over 47 is a long way away from what it opened at 52 and a half. You know, there's a ton of key numbers in between there.
1: Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, so you might be right. Maybe I should look at the teasers because these numbers are screaming teaser, Mm -hmm. although the teaser has not been great lately. I mean, I guess if you did the, uh, what was it, the the Eagles-Chiefs teaser, that would have been fine. But, but, you know, besides that, on the season, the teaser is really, I don't know about you, but I I lost early in the season. I just stopped doing it. Yeah,
0: Yeah, they definitely took a beating early on. But they've come back to life the last couple weeks of the regular season and certainly in the playoffs, so.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Do you have any um, conference championship tickets or it's all Super Bowl winner no, tickets? The
0: only futures ticket I have left is that Bengals Super Bowl ticket.
1: Yeah, because you like the long shots. And when did you get that at the beginning of the season? Mm,
0: no, it was like mid season. I think somewhere around October. Once they took, they okay. kind of faltered after that Monday night loss to Cleveland. It was mm-hmm. somewhere thereafter. And then, of course, they went on a tear since then.
1: Nice work. Nice work. When you look at these four teams, though, I do think these are the four best teams, at least, you know, I mean, the Bills kind of threw a dud out, but they're definitely the four best teams. And, I mean, the Bengals have won a ton of games in a row. So, and the Chiefs essentially have two. The Eagles had that little swoon when Hurts was out, but with Hurts, they basically don't lose. And then San Francisco hasn't lost since they picked up McCaffrey. So, these are red hot teams. It should be really good football. What are, what's your plans to watch this weekend?
0: i uh, just going to lay low this weekend. Watch at home. Looks like we're going to be getting more snow all weekend long. So I'm sure we'll be in and out of the sidewalk driveway shoveling, but um, yeah. just going to watch from home. Sure. Nice. How about you?
1: Okay. I'm going to foreshadows. Nice. I haven't booked a table or anything. I just got to show up and get there early. Uh, I'm going to get a couple people to get out there and watch some games and Pretty excited for it, even if it's the betting at, at this point. I'm not is I'm excited about the betting, but I'm I've done pretty well, and one way or another, I think I'm going to cash some of these future tickets. So yeah. feeling pretty good. Um, so I'm you know excited about that, and you know I like to go back there. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, lay low. I mean I've done that too, but you know. What what am I doing? You got somebody to watch the games with. (laughs) I'm
0: I'm gonna do the last few days of January dry too, so I got a late start.
1: (laughs) There you go. You got the whole six days of dry January. Congratulations. (laughs) Was it dry down out in Hawaii or no? No. No. (laughs) Wow. Way to to make the sacrifice. (laughs) Um, So next week, as a programming note, obviously there's the Super Bowl is two weeks after this Sunday. So there'll be a week off of football. We'll we'll recap, obviously, the championship Sunday, but we'll go into a kind of a mini college preview for the season uh, because after the Super Bowl, then we're all college basketball the whole time. So we haven't had a great chance to do research. We've been busy, but that's our second favorite sport. We'll be doing the Vegas trip March 15th through the you know 18th or 19th uh, for March Madness. Pretty excited about that. And I didn't get to watch a couple games the last few days, but... I got to dive in deep.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been pretty much focused on the Big Ten. I haven't really ventured outside of that. So we'll do a little bit of research, see if we can get you some more information. I do know that it's wide open this year. Even, uh, you know, the top ranked team loses week after week. Houston just took a huge loss last week. So,
1: yeah, the, the Temple. Yeah. <laughs> Not that good. And your team, I mean, your guy, Edie's, you know, he's up for player of the year and all that business. But, they're still susceptible and they they don't play defense. I don't know, you gotta talk to them actually. Maybe they'll play a little D once in a while.
0: Surprisingly top twenty in Ken Palm defense this year. So maybe we can <laughs> finally break the Purdue curse. We'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll see. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy the weekend, uh everybody. So follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter at Side Action Podcast on Instagram and follow me at Wegspol on Twitter and on Instagram.
0: And follow me on Twitter at thirty one sroberts Roberts.
1: All right. Enjoy Champ Sunday, everybody.
0: That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action.